Welcome to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Enjoy today's message. And if you look at the Word of God, as you know, uh, one thing that I've tried to show you through this message uh, that I've been preaching is that when you got saved, your spirit man is what got saved. Amen. That one third of you is complete. One third of you is perfect. And the part of you that is perfect is your what? There's nothing wrong with it. And the whole journey of the rest of your Christian life is learning how to walk in the spirit. Even though I'm a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body, it is a journey. Amen. It is a journey learning how to walk in the spirit because you have walked in the flesh for so long. All right? And I said that the job of the believer is to learn how to allow the spirit of God to dominate you and not your emotions. How many of us know that most of us in here are dominated and controlled by our emotions. You may not talk back to me, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen. We do what we want to do based on how we feel. If we don't feel like doing something, we don't do it. We don't feel like giving. We don't feel like dancing. We don't feel like shouting. We don't feel like praising God. We are dominated by our emotions. And the enemy knows that if you are dominated by how you feel, all he has to do is make you feel bad and he got you. Does that make sense? So we have to learn to turn from our natural self, come on, and not be dominated by our emotions, but learn how to be dominated in the spirit. Say amen. amen. And God wants us to be dominated in the spirit realm, which is a realm that we cannot see. It is a realm that you cannot feel, yet you have to understand that the word of God is true, and whatever he says about me is true in the spirit, whether I feel it or not. Because any promise that God gives us, St. John 6, 63 declares, it is the spirit that quickeneth and the flesh profiteth nothing. For the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. And I showed you in James chapter 1 how the Bible declares that whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. That What does that mean? That means that your Bible, the word of God, whatever it says about you is true. Period. Did you get that? If the word says you heal, guess what you are? If the word says you deliver, guess what you are? If the word says you're saved, guess what you are? Whatever the word of God says about you, it is true. And you cannot look at how you are acting to determine whether you're delivered. Come on, you got to get that, y'all. I'm going to show you something in a minute. I'm going to break this thing down to you. God said when the word of God came, when the word came, it set you free. Your spirit man is perfect. Your spirit man is saved. Your spirit man is delivered. Your spirit man is whole. Now, your soul may not feel like it. Your body may not act like it. But your spirit man is saved. And you have to stop looking at your emotions and looking at what you're doing to determine whether the things that God said about you are true. I don't care if you don't have a dime in your pocket. If the word of God say you rich, guess what you are it's not based on what I see it's not based on what I feel you have to understand that and some of you in here are so dominated by what you feel you are so dominated by what you see by what's going on in the moment that you lose faith and start looking at things that are going on on the outside not recognizing that even when it looks like everybody is against you they are more for you than against you 
Slap three people around you say, I believe God. I believe. So the way you know who you are is by getting in your Bible. And if you don't get in your Bible, you'll never know who you are. Amen. My God, I felt that in the Holy Ghost. So you got to get in this word because that word is a mirror. Amen. That word tells you everything about yourself. That word tells you that you are the head and not the tail. Amen. That you are above only and not beneath. That you are a lender and not a what? You are blessed going in. You're blessed coming out. The fruit of your womb is blessed. Amen. You're blessed in your basket and you're blessed in your store. That word tells you that if he be for you, who can be against you? That word tells you that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. That word tells me that I ain't got to worry about no who do voodoo and who's trying to do it to you. You ain't saying nothing. I got a word that says he that dwelleth in the secret place. You have to believe that. I got to believe that. That even though I, even though I have a bad attitude, my spirit man says I got temperance. Come on. Don't, I sure don't act like it all the time. Come on, women. That according to the word of God, you got a meek and quiet spirit. You don't act like it all the time. But you don't determine whether it's true based on how you act. You determine it's true based on what the word of God said. This is your mirror, and the word of God tells you exactly what is true about you. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5, because Galatians 5 is going to show you that even though these things are true about you, there is a war going on between your flesh and spirit. Give me Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Glory to God. Look at what the word of God says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. This I say then, walk in the and ye shall not fulfill the for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are what? Contrary one to the other. So that ye cannot, verse 18, do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Look at somebody say, there's a war going on. Say it again. Say, there's a conflict. How many people know that your spirit and your flesh are enemies? Come on, talk back to me in here. I say your spirit and your flesh are enemies. And let me tell you something. Your flesh has a tendency to lean to the demonic because your flesh is controlled by its five senses. Does that make sense? Amen. Your, your, your flesh... Your flesh is moved by what it feels. Amen. If you feel, if God tell you to do something, God told Peter, step out on the water. Now, if Peter was led by what he felt, as soon as he hit that water, come on, he would have started thinking, uh-uh, look like I'm about to fall. Say amen. All right. If, if Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, had they been led, come on, by the flesh, come on. The Bible declares that that fire was so hot that it consumed the men that threw them in. Y'all got to get that now. They did not just get burned because they was in the fire, but the men who threw them in the fire were burned. But even though they were burned, they were spared. 
So if they were dominated by their flesh and what they could feel, if they were in the flesh realm, when they entered into the fire, they would have jumped back. And some of you, God is telling you to do things, but the minute it feels different. Come on, Prophet Karn. The minute it feels uncomfortable to your flesh, you back up. Am I making sense? And we are dominated by the spirit of fear. Just like A.A. Uh, Allen years ago, I seen him tell a woman to get out of a wheelchair. And she got up. And when she got up, looked like she felt like she was about to fall. He looked at her and said, don't you doubt God. That's confidence there, church. Because he could have been moved by her looking like she about to fall. And you need somebody around you that when your faith ain't working can look at you and say, get you some faith. Say amen to that. Say hallelujah to God. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 verse 8. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 8. Look what it says. So then they that are in the cannot what? Say it again. They that are in the cannot well if the Bible tells me being in the flesh I can't please him I need to find out what the flesh is I mean that makes sense Okay, if he said that if I'm in the flesh I can't please him I don't want to have a testimony of being in the flesh because the Bible didn't say they, they that are in the flesh might not he said if you're in the flesh you cannot please God so I need to identify what the flesh is and get rid of it Give me Romans chapter 8 verse 12. Romans chapter 8 verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. Watch this, verse 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. Come on, it's right down the screen. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall what? Yeah. Now, if you live after the flesh, you're going to do what? You're going to do what? Die. Now, I know some of you, whenever you see the word death, you always think of physical death. But I want you to understand that death is anything that comes as a result of sin. If you live after the flesh, you're going to be depressed. Because that came as a result of sin. If you live after the flesh, you're going to be discouraged. Amen. If you live after the flesh, you're going to be sick. Infirmity, disease, all these things are going to be able to creep in your life because Romans chapter 6 verse 23 declares that the wages of sin is what? But the gift of God is what? Eternal life. So you need to understand that anything that came from sin is death. Anything that came as a result of sin is death. Can I keep going? And one place that the enemy is able to operate in your life, not that you won't be saved, not that you miss God, but one way that the enemy gets an inroad into your life is through the flesh. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call one 984 2276 or one 522 5433
More Grace, we're excited about your future.